0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business is powered by Bosbolay.com, Malaysia's
0: first online company secretary. BFM 89.9. Good morning I'm Roshan Karnison and welcome to Open for Business. While we often pay attention to the hot and sexy tech startups of the world or the big established name brands and their shelves of products that we use on a daily basis, it's important to remember that there are plenty of lucrative businesses out there that we've never heard of. Consumers may know Durex but how many know that homegrown Carex is the biggest condom manufacturer in the world? Malaysia has many of these kinds of businesses. Big and small, and one of them is our guest today, People and Global, an original equipment manufacturer and brand owner of Wetty Wet Wipes, a product category that has garnered a lot of attention in the last few years as hygiene and sanitization became key during the pandemic. By some estimates, the Wet Wipes business was a $4 billion U.S. dollar market in 2022, and that's a sizable market for a narrow product category that we take for granted on a regular basis, and it's expected to continue to grow at a compounded annual Growth rate of seven point eight percent up to twenty thirty three. Founded in two thousand and three, this wet wipe manufacturer caters to both local and international markets, and they produce a diverse range of products for prominent clients such as Watsons, Shell, MyDIN, Petronas, and more. Today on Open for Business, you will learn why today's guest Patrick Wong, founder and managing director of People and Global, entered this business, the intricate workings of this twenty-year-old homegrown wet wipes OEM, and how profitable wet wipes manufacturing can be, and The people in global wants to be more than just an oem through its own brand weti patrick
2: welcome to the show thank you very much uh, roshan i'm glad that uh, i'm giving an opportunity to come to your show it's an interesting 20-year journey to get
0: into and i'm very happy to have this conversation with you um Let's start with the origin story, right? Um, you produce your own brand of Wet Wipes through WETI, but you're also an OEM as well. Talk to us about how you got into this
2: business. Okay. Um, my company name is called People and Global and and Bahad. Uh, we are manufactured for Wet Wipes, Century Napkin, toiletries, and some disposable diapers product, yeah. So, yeah, we actually, we I started off from... Those days when I was working, uh, way back, uh, tr- I was working like 12 years in a purchasing department and this is the same category that I get involved with and I evolved to another eight more years in the trading company, which also we deal with the same category products of wet wipes. So now we have our own factory producing uh, wet tea, wet wipes, and also we are doing more than 100 over OEM brands in the market. Which came first, the own brand or the OEM side? Uh, the thing is, uh, we need to build trust to a lot of customers. Yeah, So we started with our brand first. We show them what is so unique about us and what is the unique selling point about us that is, we differentiate ourselves. Example, we are the first one in the market for wet wipes that, share the beauty of using the wipes in honeycomb, honeycomb wipes. Those days or wipes you can see in the market is normally just a plain, like a A4 piece of paper is is flat, is white, and that's it. And we, we found that we understand that we need something different for your consumer. We want and we got very clear feedback from consumers. They are looking for products that are, softer feeling they are more cleaning better so that's why we are we have these honeycomb wipes and i'm glad that uh, in fact a lot of <laughs> brands are following our directions on going this wet wipes in honeycomb structure now you had experience
0: in this business from before right you're, you're talking about your 12 year experience in purchasing eight years in trading yeah. uh, so you had an, a sense for what the consumer was looking for because you were
2: purchasing for sale in these bigger company, in these other companies. Exactly, yeah. You hit the near right on the dot whereby, actually um, I there's a saying that I have gone through a whole circle on understanding about retail, understanding about consumer, understanding about business, doing trading, and now we are doing manufacturing. So I've went, we have went through a whole c- circle of this, uh, how to do the business, Yeah. yeah.
0: So effectively you've been in this business for forty years now uh, yeah, twenty years yeah. uh, as with another company uh, twenty years on your own um, tell us a little bit about
2: how the market has changed over forty years um, now there uh, is more uh, demanding those days you there are lesser brands in the market and um, you 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 might even have lesser competition but nowadays with the um, Changing of market of requirement like ESG, like Internet of Things, IoT, and more so uh, customers are demanding very uh, unique uh, selling points for products. Yeah. You mentioned uh, some of the some of the evolution here is I, I found quite
0: interesting was um, you yes you utilize solar panels uh, for your factories and other people are doing that as well in different industries uh, but you've also uh, gotten to twenty four hour production yeah. uh, which I guess these two things in combination kind of showed that the the forward thinking nature or at least the the. The pro-digitalization nature of uh, the mentality that you have Talk to us a little bit about um, How the 24-hour production capacity Has changed the business And I guess it's more complex than just saying Cranking it up to 24 hours, right? So what was that journey like?
2: Well, uh, yes a uh, factory is running 24 hours And of course that is also part of uh, Fully utilisation and efficiency And maximising of your resources that you have Yeah, And uh, we always Because of course uh, margins demand (laughs) yeah and also uh, customer demand on getting a very good product but a low price and those type of things so it's always that balance of things so we also evolve and uh, we also embrace uh, cutting edge technology to try to automate a lot more factors and uh, into our factory to be more efficient and effective. And for a fact, actually, another good point that we have is that we are 100% locally employing local people. Mm. Yeah, we are. We are like. So Malaysia Patrick, yeah. mm. <laughs> um, I wonder
0: whether you know all these these pushes for you to you know the solar panels, the, uh, the manufacturing, the, the digitalization, the IOT, while capital intensive, uh, is it in this I guess this longer term support of your margins right? Because this when you're an OEM, uh, your ability to play with margins is not as much as the brand itself. Um, or is this all basically going uh, in, in an effort to maintain or expand margins? yeah
2: de- definitely this business is, is very challenging uh we need to find the balance of things i think balancing of margin f- balancing of our customer balancing import and export customers and balancing of different type of trades. yeah that's why we there is one of the point that we need to evolve and find ways to solve it, uh, and find solution yeah mm. um So as far as you've come, I want to take
0: a step back and talk about the early days of building this business. So you started with the Wetty brand to kind of indirectly a proof of concept to show the other manufacturers uh, or the other brands that, hey, we can also OEM this for you. Uh, But how did this all start? right? Because you don't, yes, you had some product knowledge, but to go from working for a company that was purchasing or trading uh, these products to building it yourself, what was that transition like?
2: Well, I guess uh, part of it is my own uh, passion, my own ability to always uh, seek uh, uh, finding ways, yeah? Not like taking uh, a simple thing as simple, but we always seek solution. Like example, our wetty wipes, yeah? Uh, when, we, when I saw the market, most of the market, you have what we call a plastic lid sticker, which opens mm-hmm. and close with a plastic lid, and the other type is the uh, normal sticker, which is like you you just open the sticker and left to right, and and we found out that a lot of customers that they always complain that the wipes get dry. Mm. So our solution was again uh, the passion of it coming <laughs> in, the attitude of never say die, and seeking solutions for it. We caught we we created. One sticker, we call it one touch sticker, which is actually a very uh, uh, some technical involved uh, that you, when you open it and uh, uh, oh, uh, we are unfortunately we on radio, 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 yeah. So anyway, so when you open it and then you when you just uh, let it go, and then you just swipe your hand over that sticker and one touch, and. You can feel that even the, the air doesn't come out from mm. the packaging. So it is uh, perfectly good for consumers to be assured that whenever you purchase our products in this one-touch sticker pot, uh, concept, you will be enjoying the product much more. So there's, a, there's quite a bit of this R&D and this ideation
0: Thanks. that goes into this product. It's not as simple as taking a piece of paper, mm. cutting it up and putting a particular solution in it. Mm. And we're going to dive into a little bit of that and mm. more on the number side of things in a little mm. bit, Patrick. Uh, folks, I've been speaking with Patrick Wong. He's the founder and managing director of Malaysian Wet Wipe Manufacturer, People and Global. I'm Russian Karneson. You're listening to Open for Business. We'll be back in just a bit. So keep it here at BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Breakfast for Masters, BFM 89.9 Open for Business is powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
0: BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Karnesan and this morning I've been speaking with Patrick Wong. He's the founder and managing director of Malaysian Wet Wipes Manufacturer, People and Global. They are the owners of the Wetty brand but also do a lot of OEM business. Now... Patrick, earlier, I think you were talking a little bit about your lids and the soft touch of it and how it tries to solve the solution of drying out wet wipes, which I'm sure a lot of us have faced in our own lives. I personally have uh, a puppy at home and I require a lot of wet wipes. And this has happened uh, more than once, uh, I'm afraid to admit. Um, based on you know the conversation we've had so far, um, there is a lot of um, R&D that goes into it, into this product, uh, into this the manufacturing and design of this product. Um, earlier, you were talking to us a little bit about the honeycomb uh, uh, method. Um, you talked about the soft touch nature of it, uh, the soft touch lid as well. What other, you know, what is the R&D process
2: uh, for people in global and the wetty brand as well as the OEM side of things? Gone are those days whereby, uh, those olden days whereby you just, you know, buy a machine, rent a place or buy a place and then you just start products producing. <laughs> yeah, One of those days. Now, uh, there are a lot more uh, uh, factors that we need to look uh, like you rightly say. Uh, you need to have proper R&D to understand the ingredients. Example, our product is, is categorised under cosmetic. Hmm. It's under KKM, Ministry of Health. So we need to seek the approval on ingredients that are allowed to use and not allowed to use. But for ourselves, people in global, we we far exceed that also. We also seek not only the Asian cosmetic requirements of ingredients, we also look into Europe. Because we got customers in other regions in the customers whereby they say, look, we also need to look at the world. So our principle of using ingredient is that we will use ingredient that is allowed only. We will definitely not use ingredient that is banned, Mm -hmm. one, or we will not even use ingredient that is going to be banned also Mm -hmm. because there are some, a lot in the market now, people are still using uh, products that are using banned ingredients or or those that are not allowed, yeah. That is why further to that, we also have uh, Halal Certified, we have ISO uh, 9001. We have also ISO 22716, which which all these. Um form us as a company and as a principle and a mission that we need to maintain a proper structure for our R&D. And with these standards, I guess that's where quality assurance uh, comes exactly. in as well. Yeah. And
0: given that you're an OEM uh, with a lot of other brands as well, mm. uh, you've also got to be careful of that because mm. um, other brands are trusting you uh, with their products as well. Mm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, this business we are talking a little earlier, the margins uh won't be as big as some of the as, as the upstream brands, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, the bigger the challenge here, I guess, is that the commoditization of this industry, because a wet wipe to the consumer ends up being just a wet wipe, unless they are very particular, um, and then it ends up being like, okay, let's go to the OEM that can provide us the most bang for our buck. Uh, which oftentimes goes, can go to other lower-cost countries or the high-scale countries like China, for example. Um, talk to us about how you're navigating this environment where you as an OEM uh, need to be aware of the pricing uh, sensitivities uh, when it comes to supplying your clients versus ensuring the quality of your products.
2: Yeah, basically, uh, we got uh, all types of customers Uh, We got also different uh, countries which they are in a different level of GDP. Mm. So their demand for products would be different also. So being a manufacturer, we have to adjust ourselves, uh, basically categorizing, example, uh, the basic range of product category, middle range, and the premium range. So if you are a customer who are very sensitive to price then we would recommend you uh basic categories like simple simple requirements are met and those type of things but our principle still remain that whatever we do for you it it fulfills the uh legal and regulatory requirements that's the base recommendation yes, correct.
0: Uh, the base requirement yeah. and then you've got the different tiers so uh premium middle and then uh lower tier products for different needs out there uh give us a sense of the size of this business right you've been doing this for 20 years now Uh, where are you in terms of uh, revenue generation
2: on an annual basis we are in uh uh, eight figure uh turnover and annually we are growing double digit Mm. And of course, COVID that time our figures we even went up to uh, uh, very high, almost over than thirty percent. Yeah, so that was actually uh, very positive um, to introduce the wet wipes to the market. Yeah, given an example like uh, those days, let's say you have ten uh, percent using wipes uh, before COVID, you have like four percent using it. But after uh, during COVID, it will be like nine percent or ten percent will be using a wet wipes. But now after COVID, uh, we are estimating like maybe six to seven percent are using wipes. So the volume of the wipes has actually uh, increased, and the and the consumer has actually got understand the importance of wet wipes. Um, so you've seen
0: a little bit of a sustained uh, growth from that from exactly. pre-pandemic days. Yeah. Although not the same as the heyday of the the, the pan- peak of the pandemic, but that's mm. a lot of the similar businesses, whether it's gloves or mm. cleaning products as well, have seen that kind of uh, tapering off. But pre-pandemic comparison, you're at a higher base. Uh, in terms of the revenue share, in terms of the markets where your revenue comes from, I think I understand that 40% of your mar- of your business is export, 60% is local. Yes. Uh, could you give us a little bit more uh information in terms of the uh, who's uh, which geographies are you uh, are your biggest
2: clients for example um, we, we we normally target customers we like to spread our exhibit yeah mm-hmm. so we we love to do export we love to do local and we love to do OEM to customers yeah so we got we are exporting to like Singapore Brunei. Uh, uh, Maldives India and other ma- mm. many more Southeast Asia countries that we export to and this is the uh, wetty brand or the OEM side of things or both uh, a bit of both yeah mm. the,
0: what, what is the relative size of the WETI brand business versus the OEM business In
2: how much uh, of the business does it encompass Wetty, almost uh, we are in uh, maybe like fifty percent of each. Mm. Yeah, we are in the midpoint. Yeah. Mm. Mid so wetty
0: is about fifty percent of revenue. Yeah. Correct. And we've we've circled around this topic a little bit about the margins, and again, uh, margins for an OEM generally not as high as the brand side of things.
2: Uh, can you give us a sense for the margins of uh, for people in global? Uh, the margin is like um, two figure percent. So, um, but of course, this market is getting more challenging mm. because consumers are demanding uh, more more unique products and more special products, yeah. <laughs> Um, Patrick, we'll be back in just a bit and talk
0: a little bit about the, the challenges and the journey of building your own brand in a market that's dominated by bigger players but also the longer-term journey for people and Global and Wetty Folks, I've been speaking with Patrick Wong, CEO and founder of Malaysian Wet Wipes Manufacturer People and Global. We'll be back after the 10.30 a.m. News Bulletin so keep it here to BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Bring forth money. BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first
0: online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanesan, and this morning I've been speaking with Patrick Wong, founder and managing director of Malaysian wet wipes manufacturer, People and Global. They are the owner of the wetty brand of wet wipes, but they are also an OEM manufacturer for other brands in the market. Uh, Patrick, we got a sense for the size of the business earlier. You're in eight-figure revenue business with margins in the double digits there. And 40% export market, 60% local market. Um, you also mentioned that uh, the WETI brand itself uh, contributes about 50% of revenue to the overall business. Now, building your own brand isn't always the easiest thing to do. Um, if we look at bigger players, so, you know, uh, we Malaysia is some of the biggest OEM manufacturers for all sorts of things, including uh, rubber gloves, but also uh, condoms, for example, where Carex is a big manufacturer, but brands like Durex and Co. are the... And consumer products there. What's the journey been like for people in global building WETI as a brand,
2: and the challenges along the way? Yeah, very good question. Yeah, actually, this is also the question I want to ask myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because um, those days of building brand is much more simpler. Um, because now uh, nowadays when you when you want to build a brand there's so many noise in the market yeah there's so many options of uh, how you want to do it and those type of things it can be digital marketing it can be uh, on on newsprint or whatever or on the TV ads, on radio and so so and more so Malaysia market has been you No, know, you got how many languages and mm-hmm. how many you know uh, those type of those advertisement challenges, la. So, um, and we we are SME, and our budget for for promoting a brand a brand is also very challenging because we we also have to be very cautious that we need to sell it at a competitive price, but we need to share our. Uh, product and make people more aware of our, our brand. That is very challenging. But our, actually our best selling uh, customers how they get to know our brand is, I think, as same as when we walk in the studio we <laughs> met some of your colleagues, you know, they say hey, look, I, I, I've used your brand the, before and I like it. You know, yeah, That was actually our core customers which actually enjoy our product. Once you start using our product, you will be st- You'll be stuck with us uh, forever and ever, hopefully. And uh, <laughs> we will uh, hopefully they enjoy it. That is our strength in our customers loving our product. So the customers you're talking
0: about here are your OEM clients,
2: correct? Uh, in terms It of can th- be Veti. It can be OEM clients. Mm-hmm. We have also uh, previously um, took an OE brand, which is done by another factory. Mm-hmm. And... He's he the 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 customer was so happy, their sales went up 100 percent. So it, these are all facts that uh, we, we we got from the customers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what, what I meant to say earlier was that the Wetty brand acts as a little bit of as
0: a customer acquisition for you yeah. in the OEM market as well, because people get to try it, they get to feel it, they get to see the quality of your work. Yeah. Uh, so um, is that. And although it is a sizable part of your business, is maintaining the wetty brand, um, is it a form of risk management for you so you don't rely entirely on the OEM business? Or does, is it just because, or is part of the reason because it's been such a
2: good tool for client acquisition? Yeah, correct. So, exactly, uh, you should be a businessman. <laughs> so, your facts are perfect, yeah. So, that's one of the point. But also sometimes we find that um, some customers or OEM, OEM customers, they sometimes might not take the risk of certain things that we see in the market and what we understand from the market of, of our wetty white wipes. And they somehow reluctant to start off with certain projects. So like now we just launched a uh, wetty spot wipes, which is very good. It is uh, the the size of a sheet is like a, a towel size, it's very thick, and you have mental feel. And when we start uh, recommending all this to customers, some OEM customers might not understand yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well. Being us as a manufacturer, we take the risk and we come out first as wetty spot wipes and we share the beauty of it. And then one day, hopefully the OEM customer understands that these are potential market that they can further explore and expand their category range.
0: It allows them to see what you do first. and Okay, uh, Patrick, you go do this first. Let's see how it actually does with the market. And once, you know, it... Whether uh, and once they are comfortable with it,
2: because they're not exactly. as I guess they gotta manage their risk as yeah, well, right? Correct, and correct. the market size that they have. Or maybe they got to, they they dare not take the risk and tell their <laughs> bosses that they, they want something new and the bosses might ask them what is this product and you know. No so one now would they like can say,
0: it. oh, Patrick did it first and yeah. he's doing well, yeah. so we should do it as yeah. well. Yeah,
2: and it's in demand. It's the market has this opportunity, we should look at. Imagine, you know, you can be going on gym and going on badminton can go. On golf or anything, you know, it can be a walk in the park and you feel yourself sweaty, just bring mm-hmm. it up and wipe it, and you are clean. Now, the, the thing with the wet wipes market, uh, Patrick, is and I, I, I've noticed that there is a
0: little bit of a sustainability and ESG theme with a lot of what you've said. You know, you got solar panels, um, there's a focus on your end to do this. Uh, on the S side, you know, you 100% lo- employ locals um, and you've embraced digitalization, but um, the end product itself, the wet wipes, they're not the most sustainable things, right? It's still disposable products. So, how do you embrace sustainability and ESG when it comes
2: to the product itself? Yeah, you're right. We are not perfect yet, but definitely we have made uh, improvement. Example, uh, we are using 19 steps of filtration system. It's one of the highest in the country. No one else does this 19 steps. It comes, it gives you uh, arrow water, which is very pure and you have a very cooling effect. And imagine 100 litres goes to the system and 40 litres are actually disposed out. So that 40 litres, uh, those days you would go down the drain and those type of things. But now we recycle back and use it for our toilets and those type of things. Yeah? This is just one example. The other, the other example is the material. Those material last time previously, we used mostly is what we call sponge lace, which is like a cloth type material. We have evolved also and we have changed to what we call uh, flashable and biode- biodegradable material, which, which would be very environment friendly for that material. Mm. And we are also exploring further um, categories of other material that we are using to be to be moving to that direction. But of course, being the world, not the suppliers or the supply chain, some of the supply chains are not ready yet. So yeah. it's not that what we want, is also what's available in the market, but definitely we are moving towards that direction.
0: Now, as we come to the close of this conversation, Patrick, uh, I want to look towards the future. Um, you've been in this business for 20 years now, in terms of people in global, you've been running it for 20 years. Um, what's next uh for people in global
2: well we we hope to have continued good sales good growth and expansion uh possibilities and um to further explore further more range of products mm-hmm. and even more categories of products of course more customers and so <laughs> yeah what, what kind of expansion Patrick? could you elaborate are we talking about adjacent things or, uh, expand a little bit on that. Uh, we would look at like maybe in- increasing more um, Internet of Things, uh, more onto automation. More into lean market, lean management. So all these factors that we have to explore. That and will help also, you with your yeah, margins as well. Yeah, right? we have to because market is getting mm. the cost is getting higher and those type of things. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but what about in terms of new products, uh, other product verticals? Are you ex- are you looking into exploring those things? Yes, definitely. I think uh, with with all our stages in life, we we have to evolve. Yeah, we have to evolve, and and we are going into. Uh, some more natural products because we see that the opportunity is there maybe uh, in the toiletries line that we're moving towards more um, natural ingredients and those type things we're moving to that direction
0: OEM or own brand? both (laughs) <laughs> so okay. the same strategy as Wetty, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. We will do it with we Wetty first and then see whether the client wants it exactly. later on. Um, what about in terms of succession planning? Because this company is 20 years. I presume you wanted to continue for at least another 20 years um, <laughs> in one form or another. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your thoughts around succession planning or even um, what you see as the most likely kind of exit from here, IPO, M&A. Give us some thoughts there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> of course, um, we are looking to all possible uh, s- options. Uh, bankers have, uh, investment bankers have actually approached us to look at possibility of IPOs. And being our industry is quite a sexy industry, whereby it's basic. Mm-hmm. The, we don't have fluctuation of uh, what you call that festival events and those other things. is quite constant. Uh, The growth, as you earlier mentioned, is a quite constant growth for for the market. So there are options of maybe IPO. There are options of maybe someone investing or whatever. We are keeping our options open. Mm -hmm.
0: At this point, has there been any conversations around raising funds, uh, whether through a strategic investor, um, to
2: expand the company further? Uh, very fortunately uh our company so far the our our banks are very supportive <laughs> yeah in fact they ask us do we need more so which is very good given the times like now yeah. especially in now that every one is pulling out they are their controlling their, their 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 loans and those type things yeah yeah um, uh, Patrick um thank you so much for joining me today it's been a pleasure okay. speaking with you yeah me too yeah I enjoy it so much and we love to have more like this yeah yes and uh, be sure to let us know uh,
0: if any uh, anything comes out of this conversation with the bankers in terms of uh, IPO or M&A right we'd love to have you back on to talk about that as well yeah. um, Patrick it's been a pleasure speaking with you yes thank you very much uh, folks I've been speaking with Patrick Wong CEO and founder of Malaysian Wet Wipes Manufacturer People and Global I'm Roshan Karnison. you've been listening to Open for Business keep it here to BFM 89.9 the Business Station.
1: Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary.
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the
2: same kind, download the BFM app.